At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Beeson's Primetime Action on a Thursday night. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, some life from the Hawks. They cut it to uh, 13 outs, a 14-point margin to uh, close out the first quarter. 36-22 uh, in favor of the Bucks. All things considered, the Hawks might actually feel good about themselves only being down 14 after being down 20. Earlier on in this, Bucks pre-flop four and a half point favorites. What is the uh, story right now on that? As we sit right now, we are. I mean, you know, not bad. Eleven and a half. Yeah. Eleven and a half could be worse. Could be worse. The Hawks couldn't have shot the basketball. I mean, the they just couldn't have shot the basketball worse in that quarter. Yeah, I really couldn't have. The one I'm kind of beating myself up on. I mean, again, a really hot start from from the Bucks. Although, man, you you drop thirty six points in a quarter and only have two three point three pointers. That that's pretty impressive. Um, the one I did think that I thought that total crashed a little too far. I almost went on the over on that, but never did. It's looking pretty good right now, though. Only two sixteen and a half the updated total. I guess I guess I could still get in on that, but I don't know. What a, it's hard hard to you always regret missing the best number, so probably not going to do anything there. As far as uh, baseball going on, Dodgers up on the Nationals six to two, top of the sixth inning in that game. Uh, live numbers, Nationals 12 to 1 if you want to hop in. 11 and a half is the live total. Brewers up on the Pirates 2 to 1, top of the sixth. The Astros up on the Indians 6 to 2, top of the sixth. Uh, 
Indians 16 to 1 live. 11 and a half is the total. Uh, Reds 2, Padres nothing, still in that rain delay. Braves still with that 3-1 lead over the Mets, bottom of the 6th. If you wanted to get in on the Mets, plus 420 live, uh, 6.5 is the total. Okay. Um, that's the deal. So the, the first five inning uh, bet on DeGrom goes down. Uh, we'll see if Kelly's uh, full game bet ends up being the right bet on DeGrom. Uh, and the Mets tonight, 3-1 to one in favor of Atlanta in that one, top or excuse me, bottom of the six now, with Degrom still dealing one down as he just uh, gets another K. How many is that? They're, on? they're running the uh, they are running the tarp out. Oh, here you in, like that in uh, in Washington? Um, no, no, no. In in Washington, there apparently is a tornado warning uh, for the D.C. area, so they oh. have they've run that out there. Um, even though it's not raining, it doesn't look like quite yet on the screen. But I guess there is a a very 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 severe. Uh, cell coming through right there. So this one might not get done tonight. Hmm. This uh, Dodgers Washington game. Yeah, but looking at Kevin Roth, we've we've had on the show before. Tornado warning, severe stu- uh, thunderstorm warning, and flash flood warning for the D.C. area. Take shelter. Welcome to D.C. Summers. So what happens? Um, what inning is that in? By the way, uh, top of the sixth. So top it would be sixth. a complete game. Okay, I was going to yeah. say. So Max Muncie has no fear of losing his Grand Slam, for instance. Uh, six to two game in favor of the Doyers in that one, uh, and this basketball game again. If we just look at it, thirty six to twenty two bucks. As we were saying earlier, uh, the the shooting numbers they look bad. They were worse. Hawks six of twenty two from the field. The Bucks sixteen of twenty eight. As you were saying, uh, Kelly, only two three pointers converted. Both teams uh, terrible from behind the arc. Two of ten for the Bucks. Two of nine for the Hawks, and. Um, I mean, that's legit the story. Six more shots taken by the Bucs. Uh, they have a, a rebounding advantage of five. And uh, the turnovers, five for the Hawks, one for the Bucks. So, you know, that'll lead you to a 14-point lead pretty yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. I, the one thing I, that I like to see just looking at this box score is I think Nate McMillan is at least utilizing his rotation Exactly how I hoped it would. Okongwu's actually had a couple big games this series. Cam Reddish had that had that big game last uh, that last game, and he's you know really just coming back from an injury here. Uh, but you know he got six minutes in that first quarter, and Okongwu got six minutes in that first quarter. Uh, I like to see that. And Gallinari, who's he's going to have to play heavy minutes, and I mean if we're looking at. Lou Williams and and Boyan Bogdan Bogdanovich is it really have to carry in the scoring load. Gallinari can be a part of that group too. It needs to be. So I, that's uh, he got six minutes. He's he's got five points. It's him and Bogey. Bogey's got six. They're their leading scorers right now. Um, yeah, I, I like the rotation at least. They just got to get some shots to drop here. Shots to drop. Sometimes basketball just comes down to that. Your shots going in or are they not? Gallinari at the line now to try to cut uh, into the sixteen point lead. In Milwaukee, again, much basketball to be played. No Trey, in case you missed it tonight. No Giannis for the Bucks. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Avari, Kelly Bidlin. This is VEASAN's Primetime Action. Those are all our Twitter handles. Let us talk about, since we talk so much American football, let's talk about global football. Matt, I don't know if you know this. It's called The Beautiful Game. It is. It is called The Beautiful Game. Euro 2020. And no, I'm not making a mistake. They still call it Euro 2020. Uh, taking place a year after it was supposed to. Over there in Europe, we are down to the quarterfinals. And to help us bet this, two tomorrow, two on Saturday, it's our buddy Paul Carr from the Expected Value Podcast. How you doing, Paul? 
I'm doing well. I'm very excited about all these quarterfinals getting going tomorrow. I am actually as well. Uh, And, of course, you don't have to just bet the games. There are sort of futures markets, not only futures to win the whole thing, but also the Golden Boot awarded to the high scorer. Let me start with that one before we get to the actual futures market because we did get a tweet on this. This is from Bank at Bond. Bond played on Twitter. Uh, I said, Gil, I have an idea. (laughs) That was like when they start like <laughs> that. Let's ask Paul Carr what he thinks of top goal scorer. Um, there's plus money everywhere. Is it a two-man race? If Schick ties, and you'll explain to us who that is, uh, then the winner goes to assists, then time. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo in the lead right now. Uh, perhaps Lukaku is a possible bet. Or what about either Kane or Sterling from England? What would yeah. Paul Carr say to all of this? Yes. Yeah, so- so just first of all, to like lay the groundwork, can you reference it there? There is one golden boot winner. This is not a situation where it can be a tie because the tiebreaker is first assists and then it is fewer minutes played. So Ronaldo is done. He's out of the tournament with five goals, one assist, and obviously not going to play any more minutes. So he's in the clubhouse and he's got quite an advantage. Uh, I think it's two goals clear of everybody except Patrick Schick, who is remaining. Uh, I don't really like Patrick Schick that much. I think he's about four to one, uh, but he's on Czech Republic, probably going to lose to Denmark and go and be done. So not a big fan of that one. Lukaku, I think you can make a case. And really, you can kind of make a case for almost anybody. And your case is they get to the final because you have to get to the final to play that third game. There's no third place game. So it's who's going to get three goals. You might need four goals, depending on where you're at. Um so there's a case for Lukaku. Uh, if I had to play someone, I'd look further down at a long shot, a, a Ciro Immobile type who's uh, about 25 to one. Al- Alvaro Morata for Spain is 33 to one or so. These are guys who could easily get three games and you know pile up those three or four goals if need be. You're obviously taking a shot and you're basically banking on Italy or Spain getting through to the final. So you know, I don't think there's an obvious play here. Uh, you know, Ronaldo at plus one twenty five isn't bad because a lot of things have to go right for someone to get by him. And just one follow up on this with Lukaku because you and I famously bet on Lukaku last time we had the yep. Euro Cup. Uh, Belgium plays, and we'll get to the Belgium handicap momentarily. Yep, aren't his two biggest uh, star players that that are alongside Lukaku on Belgium? Aren't they questionable for this game? Yeah, yeah, they are. Eden Hazard, Kevin De Bruyne, both questionable. Uh, so you you know. You think that means he's going to get less service. Uh, you know, it could mean who else is going to take the shots and he's going to be firing away. But he's the kind of player, you know, he's kind of a classic, what they call a number nine, a center forward, who generally needs a little bit of service to get the ball into him to score those goals. So, yeah, so that's definitely a strike against him, uh, as is, of course, playing Italy and potentially Spain in the semifinals if they get there. Paul, one of the things we talked about is the, the way you can bet on soccer is the two different teams. And then also the third bet out there is the tie. Like what do you ever get to a handicap and get to the end and go like, yeah, I'm going to bet the tie on this. Like, do you, do, don't you feel strongly about one way or the other? Do you ever get, I mean, do you ever get to a point where you're like, yeah, I think I'll just, I'll just bet the tie. Like how often does that ever happen? I would say for me, it happens a little more in league play because just because the prices are better. Like when you're in tournaments like this, because you're betting 90 minutes, you're not betting the entire game. Like the prices on a draw are often, you know, plus 200 or something, or, you know, in the low 200s, which I just don't see as much value in. You, you get in league play and you can get plus three, maybe even a little bit higher. And it makes a lot more sense if you've got, you know, an underdog you like, but you don't think they can pull off the win. The draw makes a lot of sense. So I, I don't look at it as much in a tournament play just because I usually don't see as much value because the prices are a lot lower. What about the futures market as it stands right now? Eight teams left. 
There's a price, of course, attached to each of those. Is there value? I know you have a Belgium pre-tournament bet, uh, but if someone was landing on this right now, would you recommend any of these? England is the short shot, the... uh, the England side, maybe the best for England in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, modern history, quite frankly. Then there's yeah. Spain and Italy very close to them. And then everybody else kind of, uh, you know, it, there's a gap between those three sides and everyone else. Yeah, it's a weird setup because England's your favorite, as you said. They've been third or fourth best team at the tournament, but they're just on the half of the bracket with Ukraine, Denmark, uh, Czech Republic, you know, not traditional powers or teams that were expected to contend coming in. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a lot of value in those top four, your England, Spain, Italy, Belgium. Again, Spain, Italy, Belgium, all in the same half of the bracket. If there's any value, I think it's probably Denmark at 10 to 1. Uh, they've been riding this wave of momentum and, and they've been playing very well. It's not like they've been fluky. You know, There's a real case that they've been one of the three best teams at the tournament so far. Uh, so they're going to be favored here in this first game. There's always a chance they get Ukraine instead of England in the semifinals. And then you're getting to the finals and you're at a spot where, you know, they're going to be a significant underdog. Uh, you know, so it could work out that that 10 to one is decent value. So if there's anywhere there's value, I think that's probably it. But it's still not something I'm going to jump on at this point. Going back to because there probably is a lot of people who are going to bet these games tomorrow and Sunday that are, you know, maybe first time or at least very novice in this. And so with the with the other ways you can bet, there is also team to advance. Do you ever go that direction or wouldn't it lead you if you if you believe a team is going to win, you're never going to pay like the more expensive price because you think they're not going to win in regulation. Right. Like wouldn't you're you're probably always playing the, the regular time price. Yeah. More often than not, yeah. The times I'll look at playing the advance is if, you know, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, if it's just very likely to be a nil-nil, 1-1, and get through to penalties. Something like the Sweden-Ukraine game, I think, was a decent spot. uh, Or add a small play on Sweden to advance at minus 150, just because Sweden's very defensive, expected it to be low-scoring. It played out about that way, and then a red card and extra time, uh, and, and Ukraine ended up winning that one. So that was the spot. It was just kind of the perfect storm of, you know, generally low scoring. I've got a team I like a little bit more. Uh, and the price wasn't terrible. A lot of times the just the balance of the two teams to advance, the numbers just aren't in your favor. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of how I generally approach those. All right. Well, let's start with the quarterfinals. And I say this, uh, I, I tread lightly here, Paul, because uh, when I was, you know, this past week, there were some brutal beats. I was on Spain and France that one day in the round of 16. Both teams yeah. back-to-back up 3-1 to one late. Uh, and you're figuring, and again, to Matt's point about there are different ways to bet this, bet to advance, but the bets that we make are 90 minutes plus the yep. added time. And so yep. both Spain and France squandered their 3-1 to one leads in, in the added time, in the 90 minutes plus the added time. And and it was three it was to three, and so both were losses. Brutal, absolutely brutal. Spain went on yeah, to win. And I also I had I had Spain to win like you. I had a Spain in game at plus one ninety. That oh. was you know I was five minutes from cashing and was almost counting the chips already. But uh, yeah, not so much. Yeah, uh, that just doesn't happen. Where teams back to back lose no. two goal leads like that. It is Switzerland and Spain to uh, kick things off in the quarterfinals tomorrow, twelve p.m. Uh, is that Eastern time? I believe, yes. yes. 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Switzerland and Spain. Spain, the side favored to get through. How are you betting that one? Yeah, so this one, in some ways, I think is simple. Spain is a lot better. Spain is going to have a lot of the ball. They're averaging 72% possession. Switzerland's giving up a lot of shots. They've been outshot by 20-some-odd so far in the tournament. Uh, and you know, they've, some of it's the keeper's been standing on his head, as they say. Um 
but I like Spain to win this one. I like them in 90 at minus 135 is the price I got it at. I'd play it down to minus 150 or so. Uh, it was kind of weird. It opened at minus 175, and I've seen it drift all the way to minus 135 and now swinging back the other way. Um, but yeah, Spain, I mean, like we said, they were far better than Croatia for 85 minutes. You know, Croatia got one goal that Spain kicked it in their own net. And then Spain's defense kind of fell asleep. They didn't sub any defensive midfielders in the last few minutes. Uh, so I'd like to think they've learned that lesson. But I, I just like Spain a lot here. I think they're really good. You look at all their underlying numbers. Uh, you know, they had two draws in the group stage. And I think people kind of started sleeping on them a little bit uh, just because they weren't finishing great. But I, I like them a lot here. I like them at minus 135. Uh, Switzerland is also missing Granite Shaka, who plays for Arsenal. He's suspended because of yellow cards. So they're going to be missing a guy in the midfield. And I think Spain's just going to batter him. They're going to outshoot him like, you know, 20 to 7 or something like that. And they're going to have a lot more opportunities I like him to get through. All them. right. Marquee matchup, perhaps, of the quarterfinals is after that tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 yep. noon Pacific. It is Belgium and Italy. Italy may have been the best-looking side thus far in this tournament. Belgium, as we mentioned, this is tough because we don't know if Hazard or De Bruyne are going to play in this. And so you've got yeah. the Belgium futures ticket. Are you playing Italy just as sort of a hedge for yourself here? Uh, I, I probably will hedge it a little bit at the time. Uh, it kind of goes against my pick for this game, which you know this is done a little bit more in a vacuum. But you know I like Belgium to win this at plus 240. And wow. the price is obviously the important thing here. Um this kind of, to me, sets up like England-Germany because uh, in that game, England was better. You could get Germany to win at plus 200, which I did. And you know that, that's one where I don't think I got it wrong. I don't regret it because after 75 minutes, it was dead even. Yeah. Maybe Germany was a little bit better. And you know that's where you have a plus 200 ticket. That's a that's good value there. Um, so I, I feel like this is kind of the same thing. You know, Belgium's defense has been really good. They're giving up the worst shots at the tournament on average. Uh, and Italy... When they ran into finally a good defense in Austria, uh, they fired a lot from long range. They were settling for the shots. They had a ton of shots, 20 plus shots, but so many of them, especially in regulation, were not high quality shots, not high chance of going in type of shots. So this is kind of, you take a shot with Belgium. They still have Lukaku. They still have a lot of talent in the midfield. It's a little more defensive minded than attacking minded, but there's still a lot of good players there. So I just feel like plus 240, that's a shot that I'm willing to take on this game. All right. And then we go to Saturday, the other two quarters. Um, and then, of course, we'll take a break before we get to the semis, I believe, as well. This is how this this goes in Euro Cups. Yep. Um, on Saturday, then, the the next two, Czech Republic and Denmark, because everybody thought those two teams would be meeting in this. <laughs> Denmark, uh, obviously, the biggest single story of this tournament has been Christian Eriksen literally having to have his heart restarted on the field uh, in the first game of the group stage. And Denmark... Uh, they obviously are everybody's second favorite team in this. Uh, it mm -hmm. is a it is a great story, and Denmark is alive, and they are a shorter shot here than the Czech Republic. They are actually uh, favored to move on, if you will, at plus one twelve. The draw at plus two twenty five. Czech at plus two eighty five, and there's your total at two and a half, juiced heavily to the under. Yeah, and I like Denmark a lot here they, because. 
not only are they a great story, they've really been playing extremely well. And it, it's almost gotten overshadowed by the emotion of it all, which is understandable. Um, their defense has been good. No teams allowed fewer shots. No teams allowed fewer expected goals than Denmark. And it's not like they're just sitting back and, and packing the box and trying to make you beat them. Like they also are second in shots overall. They are second in goals. They're in the top four in expected goals. So uh, they've been generating enough offense. They haven't been conceding much. And Czech Republic just... They have, I think, 33 shots through four games. They just don't create a lot offensively. You know, they did well against Netherlands, and then they were on the right end of a red card, so they were able to finish things off well. But I just don't think they've been good enough when things have been at even strength uh, throughout this tournament. And I mean, and who wants to bet against Denmark like, right now, whether emotionally or yeah. just against this magic they seem to have? Uh, I'm, I'm sticking with Denmark for the win at, at plus 112 or plus 110 is where I got it. All right, this this whole tournament feels very Englandy to me, Paul. I don't yeah. know. I'm just getting that yeah. feeling. Uh, England not known for its uh, prowess in international tournaments, but yet here we are, and they get Ukraine. They're the biggest mm-hmm. favorite on the board here in this uh, particular yeah. round. And if they get through this, the semis and the final are both at Wembley in London. So yep. this is this is a huge game for England. Obviously, it's a quarterfinal, but just they're a big favorite. Uh, they have so much on the line the rest of the way. Uh, so, but I mean, they're obviously favored. I think they'll win. Uh, I really like the under here at minus one thirty, under two and a half goals. Uh, if to keep it super simple, England's played four games and there have been four goals, all by England. Uh, they haven't given up a goal yet. Their defense has been very stingy. A little bit of luck. You know, Germany had a couple really good opportunities. Uh, But they've been defense first. And Ukraine hasn't been that great. Only uh, 21 shots when even strength throwing out the North Macedonia game. Uh, And they they weren't that great against Sweden until the red card. And England's just done enough this whole game, this whole tournament. They've had like a goal and a half of expected goals in every single game. And they've been able to get one through in three of those four. So I I think, you know, this looks a lot like a one nil, two nil type of England win. Uh, Maybe it's a one, one thing if Ukraine scratches out a goal, but I like the under for one of those numbers to come through under two and a half at minus minus one thirty. All right. So recapping Spain, Belgium, Denmark, and the under in the England game. I like That's it. What I like. Paul, we'll do it all over again in the morning. How about that? For a whole new audience. All right. I'm going to rest up. I'll be ready to go. All right. Paul Carr, everybody, on Euro 2020. You can follow him on Twitter at Paul Carr, C A R R. The host of the Expected Value podcast works at True Media Network, spent many years at ESPN and stats uh, in the research department, rather, and has many a tale from behind the scenes over at ESPN, which he's been kind enough to share with us uh, throughout the years. Uh, Milwaukee by 13. We sort of got lulled to sleep by this game because Milwaukee went out to a 20-point lead, and yet the Hawks are just hanging around. Yeah, they keep missing too many easy buckets, though. Every time I look up, there's an easy bucket they're missing. Yeah. It's a there's l- last putbacks. Bit. Like, yeah. Collins have missed putbacks, and Capella. Um, Lou's missed a couple wide-open shots. Yeah, yep. John Collins is one for eight from the field to start this game. Yeah, he. every time I look up, he's missing something. The Hawks have cut it to 11, which is the closest they've gotten in a long time in this game. 340 left in the second quarter. 54-43, Milwaukee. Of I course, mean, you're expecting... I guess shoot or shoot, but the Bucks are 2 of 14 from three. Like, oh, it's I guess you're just gonna keep. I guess you're just going to keep clanking them up there, you know, I, I guess. If anybody had your first-half scoring leaders as Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis... We'll uh, send you a nice little primetime action uh, gift shop. Gift. One of the better, one of the better pieces of this box score is uh, Giannis's brother has two minutes played in three personal fouls.
Oh, yeah, that's, that's a, that is a good one right there. Brooke Lopez, first half, 16 points, two blocks, one steal, three rebounds. He's a monster. Oh, my goodness. Bucks by 11. We'll come back on Beeson's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
back on VEASAN's primetime action. Uh, don't forget, by the way, uh, you should know that if you love in-game betting action, download the free Odds Trader app right now. Start winning with up-to-the-second info you need at OddsTrader.com. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin. This is VEASAN's primetime action. Hawks are down 11. They cut it to 9 a moment ago. They do have the ball back down 11 with a chance to uh, cut it to 9 or even 8. Uh, on this next possession, and uh, I'll say what I said at the end of the first quarter when they were down 14 after being down 20. Now they're down 11. They kind of, if I'm the Hawks, I kind of feel good about myself right now, just being down that, with just over two minutes left in the uh, in the second quarter. Because I'm not real sure. Like if you look up and you're the Hawks, you're probably like, how are we not getting blown out in this? I mean, they've turned the ball over nine times in the first half. That is, that's unacceptable. Um, I, I, I'm with you, Gil. You're kind of looking at it. There's 40 percent from the field. It's not bad. They have gotten better there. That's why it's cutting the lead. They're finally hitting some shots. We got, uh, you know, Milwaukee 55 percent from the field. I, but it's funny because you, I think I could say that about Milwaukee too, though. Like if if I told you. Chris Middleton only had 11 points, and you're up 11. You're probably feeling pretty, pretty dang good, and you're getting 16 from Brooke Lopez and 14 from Bobby Portis. And you're probably feeling pretty good. I don't, I'm so, I'm so, I'm personally, guys, I'm just, I'm just done with this series. It's exhausting, emotionally exhausting. <laughs> this, you know this I mean? like, is, is let me know if I've won or lost my money already. <laughs> you look, <laughs> take this. Yeah, it's like a Bucks team that scored 57 points with two minutes still left in the second quarter. And and they're two of fourteen from three, and they just keep hucking up three pointers. Like and the Hawks are only four of fourteen from yeah. three. This has not been vintage basketball tonight. Bunch of turnovers. Like you were saying, John Collins missing everything. Yeah, he's two for nine from the field, and like a couple of them were easy putbacks. Well, uh, this is this is Herder yeah. o for five. Herder o for five. So you know, put all that in the wash. Who knows what you can make of anything. Uh, final two minutes now of the uh, of the first half. Final two oh four again, fifty seven forty six in favor of the Bucks. And it doesn't. That's what I was saying before when they were down twenty. You're like, hey, Hawks twelve and a half. I already have the Hawks pre flop bets. I don't know that there was anything there that you know. Again, we haven't seen this version, the trailless version or the honestless version for that matter. Um, John Collins just shot a fifteen footer that went nineteen feet. By the way, yeah. They uh, the other one just looking at this box score. I was mentioning those nine turnovers by the Hawks. Well, Lou Williams got four of them, and for you know, for some of us who maybe haven't seen prime Lou Williams in a while, it's a good reminder of he's the guy that could drop. He could drop thirty and ten on you in a night, but uh, he might turn the ball over about ten times yeah. too. And one of them was I saw one drive he had in this, uh, earlier in the second quarter where it was dr- him driving the lane and went to make a behind the back pass. I think he thought one of his uh, teammates was down low below the basket, but there was three Bucks players just standing right there that easily got the pass from him. Middleton with 13-8, and eight. Um, and now the Hawks, who had just cut it to 8, down 10, uh, make it 8 again. It's an 8-point margin with just over a minute left. 59-51 Milwaukee. There was a moment here in the first quarter where we thought we probably wouldn't even talk about this game at all tonight. And uh, I guess we got ourselves a basketball game. There's a wide open three for the Bucks uh, that Middleton sinks. Oh no, pardon me, PJ Tucker. The rare PJ Tucker contribution on the offensive side of the ball. That that disgusting, gross Jacob Degrom start. Yeah, he ends up going seven innings, five hits. He does give up the three earned, which, by the way, we're all in the first inning. 
walks none, strikes out 14. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's a quality start. <laughs> and he struck out 14. But because it's Jacob DeGrom, we're like, oh, yeah. boy. Seven innings, five hits, which, again, so if we're doing whip as well, as under a one was so five hits, no walks, 14 Ks. <laughs> it's just absurd. Come on, so, that's and three all, to two and, still. And, I'm still alive. Let's and go. on the hook for the loss, by the way. Oh, they're going to let Castillo. No, they're not. No, they're not. Oh, boy. Two three-pointers in a row for the Bucks has uh, taken the eight-point lead to 14. Hawks uh, with an 11-second difference between the play clock and the shot clock here. Uh, or the, I should say the game clock and the shot clock. There's a, there's a layup for the Hawks. So it is uh, 12 points. A steal by the Hawks now. Very sloppy play. The Hawks will get the final shot of the half. And uh, do we get a foul? No. Yeah. Good block by uh, Middleton. So 4.6 seconds left. 12-point game. Hawks with a uh, chance to cut it down to 10 or 9 here. Uh, so what's your, your so it's the top of the fifth, what you were referring to. Yeah. Runners at first and second for the Padres. Castillo still pitching, though. He is. Okay. So they're going to bring him back out. Okay. That was a fairly lengthy rain delay, though. Hawks get a bucket there before the half. They get a a three. three. Wow. And see what happens. So we have a nine-point game at the half, 65 to 56. I'm sorry, but if I'm the Hawks, I'm thrilled right now. And those of us who have Hawks bets are kind of thrilled. We'll come back. We got some Wimbledon picks. I got a bunch of Wimbledon picks for the first time in this fortnight. We'll come back. We'll do that. We'll see how Matt's Reds' first five ends up on primetime action. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets, or download, and download, doesn't have to be or, download Beating the Book with myself, Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers with Jonathan Von Tobel, Long Shots with Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds, the greatest golf betting show there ever has been. Uh, gone racing in the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, poor Matt here sweating this Reds first five bet. And you will get your, your at-bats here in the bottom of the fifth. Right now it's Reds two. They're back from a rain delay. It's Reds two, Padres one. But there were runners on first and second with one down. And Jerks and Profar hit one deep to center, went off the wall, and... Aristides Aquino, once known as George Herman Babe Ruth, not known for his center field prowess, completely misjudged it, I think. Uh, and it bounces off, it, it, it knocks off the wall for what ends up being a RBI double. So runners in second and third, Reds still leading it two to one here as Castillo tries to work out of the jam. It's like the, I don't know whether I did want them or did not want them to bring him back. I mean, he's throwing a no-hitter, so you're like, it's it's like hard to get him out of there, but then well, he walks the leadoff guy, then an infield single was how the second guy gets on. He does not look very sharp, because even he, these guys are taking hacks at him, but he does record the second out, so you're one out away from winning right. your bet. All right. Let's do this, Luis. Now we go to the top of the order, though, for the uh, That'd Padres. That'd be fun. That'd be fun to get that one home. That'd be fun. Concerned to have a loser. <laughs> That'd already. be fun. Yeah. Uh, the, I don't think I got my loser video. 
Oh, yeah. You no, it. you barely escaped it at the break. So, yeah. Now, I'm glad you brought it back up because the guys were really itching to play it downstairs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. And by the guys, I th- there I, I we go. Me. Yeah. Of all people, Jer- Jacob DeGrasse. Hey, With this terrible 7 inning yeah. 14K start. <laughs> Jesus, Jacob. <laughs> it's, that's what's so amazing about that. 14K quality start. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, not funny. your not your best performance. In fact, it's your worst. Yeah, your worst of the year. <laughs> your worst of the year. Your seven runs, fourteen strikeouts. Yeah. Oh Unreal. man. Oh, we're not at the top of the order yet. We're at the bottom of the order still. So uh, you can get this home. Come on, Matt. I know you can get this home. Let's, let's do this. Yes. Uh, the live number uh, eleven for the Hawks and Bucks two eighteen and a half live total plus three twenty five. If you think the Hawks come all the way back, uh, minus four fifty five on the money line for the Bucks. How are you feeling with your Bucks best? You feel good about it? You feel weird about it here at halftime only being up nine? Oh, I mean, um, you come on. There we oh, go. Oh, there you All go. Right. There you go. All right. So we, so we split. You split your bets. We you, split. you lose the juice, but it's you, home? you'll take it. It's home. You'll take it. Take it right. Let me make a beer. King Smith rocking the silver suit. Boy, he is knock kneed, isn't he? It's amazing how fast he was on a basketball court. Now you see him run to that screen, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. man, N- not many faster players than him bouncing, a, dribbling a basketball that, down that's court. A silver suit with red, white, and blue tennis shoes. Kelly, you know how often we talk about it, bets we want to make, and then we forget to make them. Oh yeah, would you? Would you forget today? The the bogey bet, and he has mm, thirteen. At half. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm liking that. I'm I liking tr- I didn't forget. I tried making it, and it just spun on me. It wouldn't happen, mm. so I didn't. I, I just totally rubbish. forgot. And then yeah, he has he has thirteen. At half, so hey, that said, Aiton had ten after the first quarter. Yeah, good <laughs> last night. Hey, so. well, don't do that to me just because it happened to you. Don't bring that. <laughs> so yeah, don't you bring that evil in here. Don't you bring that evil in here. Brutal. Um, on the Buck side of things, PJ Tucker five points, Middleton thirteen points, and eight boards at the half. Uh, Brooke Lopez, the big star here, sixteen points on seven of nine. From the floor, the only two shots he's missed are both from three. 14 points for Bobby Portis. His point total was 14 and a half. So unless he goes scoreless in the second half, if you have the over on Bobby Portis, he's going to get home. Seven of 10 from the floor for him. And then 15 for Drew Holiday. Six of 13 from the floor. Two of five from three. Uh, Eight assists already as well for Drew Holiday on the... uh, the, the bench is really given no help whatsoever. T go for one, uh, Connaughton one of three, and then Forbes 0 for two. So getting nothing at all from the bench other than personal fouls because outside of the Antetokounmpo <laughs> three yeah. in two minutes, you have uh, Connaughton who had three in eight minutes. So uh, they, they both ran impressive. out there. Yeah, they both ran out there and just started hacking people. How, how do you three in two minutes? <laughs> By the way, Tenasis Antetokounmpo, Did, I know we called him Giannis's brother earlier. Well, okay, probably, but if I say that, I didn't want to confuse people because <laughs> yeah. if you say that, people are going to be like, well, yeah. you, said Gian- you said Giannis wasn't playing. It's like, no. That's I thought weird. you were correcting my pronunciation of Oh, no, no, I think no. it's Thanasis. 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 Oh, did you say his name? Yeah. I didn't. Matt yeah. didn't earlier. I'm sorry. Thanasis. Yeah. Yes. You could be wrong. Pardon me. Yes, Thanasis. Pardon me. No, no, um, I didn't mean it that way. I just thought we should say it. I didn't hear you say it. No, yeah. Good the uh, Cam Reddish made an impact on this game, by the way. He keeps done, doing yeah. that, man. I I, I mean, you, this is what you're going to need, though, right? It's it's these other guys. Some, it, It's either a, a few of them got to step up or one of them's got to have one heck of a game. And it doesn't look like, I mean, maybe bogey. But uh, I think it's going to have to be a few of these guys. I don't know what you do with. I wonder if uh, 
I wonder if Nate McMillan is thinking, okay, Lou Williams, like this is this is kind of why I didn't play you a ton at the first. The, the all these turnovers, like, is this really the guy yeah. we're going to have running the point? Because like, the thing is, you could have Bogdanovich run the point. I was going to say, they need to just get the ball out of his hands, but they need to tell him to shoot more. Right. Because, like, you've got John Collins 3 of 12 from the floor, and you have Herter 1 of 7. They uh, And, again, we haven't had any consistent performances from either one of those guys throughout the course of the playoffs. And so, it, there, like you're saying, there has to be some adjustments here going like, Lou, maybe you're not handling it as much, but we need you to shoot. You've only taken five shots. Like Actually, what you need to do, you need to do a Harden Irving situation. You know what I mean? Where it's, okay, the, the truer shooting mm. guard needs to play point guard because you're the better point guard. Yeah. And, and, yeah, Lou, getting a, a situation where you just got to shoot. Well, that was we, we also mentioned this before the show. We're talking about Trey's injury. You don't you like Trey was bad where he couldn't even just like sort of sit out there and play shooting guard. Didn't have to run point, right? Just kind of get his shots somehow. If they forget about him, you know, and, and be out on the court. But I guess he wasn't even good enough to do that tonight. The 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 Lou Williams Rajon Rondo trade, as we said, Luca Trey is the win win trade. That's the lose lose trade. The Rajon Rondo. Lou I mean, Williams yeah. Trade. I mean, unless. It's been bizarre. It's been. It I mean, bizarre. I guess Lou Williams could still prove us wrong. He's but gonna have to do it right now. He could he, prove all that wrong. Yeah, and, and yeah, maybe a game and a half. Who yeah. knows? Or two game, two and a half games. But yeah, I mean, right now, I, I'm with you, Kill. I mean, I think, I think, it, I still, I would have no regrets about it. Still, if I'm Atlanta, I, I think if you're the Clippers, I would, I would not understand what we did. But I didn't understand that at the time from a Clipper standpoint. R- that's what I'm saying. Like, and, it, it, and everyone kept saying, "Oh, it's playoff, it's playoff, Rondo, Gil." Come on, like, come on. Oh, okay, Stop Patrick it. Beverly, Rondo yeah. barely saw the floor because yeah. Patrick Beverly's the same player. Yeah. Made Yo, no we are uh, moments away from first pitch in that Giants-Diamondbacks game. You are on the Giants in that one. Money coming in all over the place since we started the show. And the Giants are going to go off as minus 152 favorites wow. in this one. Uh, plus 132 if you do want to take the Diamondbacks. Merrill Kelly on the hill for the Diamondbacks. Johnny Cueto on the hill for the Giants. We'll come back. I got Wimbledon plays tomorrow after a very solid day this morning. Feeling frisky. The numbers are starting to manifest. Coming back on Beast's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is VEASAN's primetime action, again, proudly brought to you by DraftKings Casino. Um, and DraftKings Casino, well, I'd, I'd love to talk about it, Kelly, but it just won't pop up on my screen. So there's a, it's a problem with that. But go to DraftKings.com, check it out. There you, you go. You get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. Head over to Casino.DraftKings.com. New customers only. Promo code VEASAN. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well done, Mateo. Well done. Uh, it's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, by the way, you could download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VEASAN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. Just like he said, hundreds of ways to play. Must be 21 eligibility restrictions apply. Sorry, DraftKings. We'll be better next time. Yeah. <laughs> Computers are funny things. They just pop up where they want to. Um, okay. So, Wimbledon, real quick. Because... Uh, it started to get pretty darn interesting. The first two rounds are done. There was all these scheduling problems with rain. The first four days of Wimbledon, uh, where you had all this quirkiness, where ladies' matches in the first round hadn't even started, and Novak Djokovic was already in the third round on the men's side. Gael Monfils won a match over three days. It was just a disaster. But we are now up to date, and we are at the round of 32, the third round, if you will, on both the men's and the women's side. I have uh, pre-tournament plays on the men's side on Djokovic, Novak Djokovic, and on Matteo Berrettini. A couple things about that. Matteo Berrettini, even after John Isner's exit yesterday, was still at 12-1 to or 13-1. to uh, I would play that because the Isner's departure, by the way, now we're seeing 10-1 to throughout the course of the day. I guess it got bet down. So 10-1. to uh, Earlier in the day, I was saying, you got to play that because Isner's departure 
should knock Berrettini down uh, because that's always the the quirky match that he would have to play in his quarter. Now it looks like he's pretty free to get through his quarter until he plays at least uh, Sasha Zverev. So I like Berrettini still. Djokovic, south of $2, I would still play. I, I, I had two friends ask me the other day, they're like, Djokovic is still only 167 at DraftKings, and I'm like, I would still play that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I got, I got 125 before the tournament started, and you have all of this bo- evidence already, and you, you have all of this that you've witnessed with your eyes already, and it's, it's only 167. All you have to do with these futures is say to yourself, is this going to get better or worse as this tournament progresses? Like, am I getting the best of it with this? And the answer is yes, you are. So I still think it's a, I think it's a great bet. By the way, it's a six-point game now. Bogey with a three. One more bucket. Uh, Six-point game, Milwaukee up 65-59, first minute still of the uh, of the second half. Drew responds with a three of his own back to nine. On the, on the lady side, so I completely agree with you. If you want to play Djokovic at minus 167, I would absolutely endorse that. Go ahead and do that. It's Djokovic and everybody else, period, as he seeks his 20th Grand Slam title, singles title, to tie him. Uh, if he does do that with Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal all time. I did finally make a, a bet on the ladies' futures side at Wimbledon. I stepped in and grabbed Garbine Muguruza today all at 10-1. Right. to 1. So I now have a play on the ladies' side, Garbine Muguruza at 10-1, to 1, who plays on Jabour next round. And it's one of those where you're like, oh, man, Gil, like on Jabour, she could lose to on Jabour. She could, but mm-hmm. that's why I'm grabbing the 10-1 to 1 beforehand, because I actually think she's going to win that. Uh, and I have a bet on it. And let's get that. And that's a nice segue into my five bets for tomorrow, starting in the middle of the night stateside. Um, Garbine Muguruza is the only play I'm making on the ladies' side. I grabbed her at minus 167, happens to be that price. Grabbed her against Anshabor. That's my one play on the ladies' side. Everything else was priced about where it should be, I think. Or I certainly wasn't willing to get involved. But on the men's side, I have a quartet of bets. Dennis Kudla, the American, uh, is taking on Novak Djokovic. I'm getting nine and a half games in this. Nine and a half. So we usually, by the way, if you see tennis spreads, for those who are not big tennis bettors, you rarely see the plus nine and a half. Kudla's grass numbers are actually pretty darn good, and he has been very impressive in the first couple rounds of this tournament. If Djokovic beats him 6-3, 6-3, 6-3, we win this bet. So I'm taking the plus nine and a half on Dennis Kudla. He is good enough to cover that. Then I'm going back to the well on Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez, who has given us uh, wins already in this tournament as dogs. Uh, He's a dog yet again, this time against Christian Garin, who is not a grass court player. Um, This is a poorly priced thing to me. I'll take Martinez again at plus 216. I'm going with Diego Schwartzman as well. Uh, the Argentine, minus 114 against Martin Fukovic. I think Schwartzman is generously priced there as a short favorite. Uh, and then it gets really frisky with the last one. This is Andy Murray, two-time Wimbledon champ, who is recovered from all kinds of injuries to get all the way back to center court at Wimbledon. He's won his first couple matches in dramatic fashion. He goes up against the young Canadian, Denis Shapovalov, who is just teaming with all kinds of talent. But Shapovalov, grass is not necessarily a service, and he has never been on a stage like he will find tomorrow. And he's got more talent right now than Murray does at this stage of his career. But at plus 261, with that crowd behind him, Murray's grass numbers are actually good enough even at this stage to absolutely make a play on that. Those are my five 
tennis picks of the day. I actually looked at that match and was leaning a little bit towards the over in games at 36 and a half. I get it. Yeah. Um, that might be the that way could to play just it. kind of a, be a battle, like, you know, like back and forth, kind of be a battle there. I'm going back to the Tiafo well again. Ooh. He's only minus 145. And uh, catching off is who he's playing. Listen, pretty in- unconvincing so far in his wins so far in the tournament. And listen, Tiafo has been actually really, really good so far. And that serve of his has, has really translated well to this grass surface. And one of the things, you know, one of the things here is, again, it's just a short favorite type situation where I think that it is uh, he's a little bit better than a 140-ish type favorite. So uh, Tiafo, and then I did have, I think, like I said, I probably wouldn't have played the over in the games in that shop fall off and, and Murray match. But I like you play on Murray, man. Like it's, it's, there is, there is something to be said for a guy like him yes. as well. On the home, uh, on, on, in, in the basically a home game as we're talking about and all that, like he he does actually really and truly feed off of that type of stuff. And you know, in tennis, it, it can certain certain guys get wrapped up in the moment too much and it can go against them. But I actually think it actually helps a guy like Andy oh, he, he he thrives yeah. on it. Uh, I like your Tiafo play as well. I'm not getting involved, but mm-hmm. the nice thing about slams with Tiafo is he's one of these guys. He's not quite. Uh, K uh, Nishikori great on mm. five set matches, but he's about as stellar as they come if a match goes deep. So you always have that going with Tiafo as well. Uh, so I, I haven't been going strong on this tournament. I've been pretty deliberate. Uh, we've had dogs cash. Then we've had a lot that got close and didn't in sort of heart wrenching fashion. So it was choppy earlier. Took a took a bit of a turn to the good today. And so tomorrow's the first time where I'm really betting more than just a couple matches. Milwaukee, by the way, uh, up 10 now uh, as they crash the boards once again, get second opportunities, and they'll get a second opportunity here. Drew, uncovered, misses the three, and Atlanta will get the rebound here down 10. Uh, But this is just, there's turnovers, there's sloppy play, there's missed easy shots. Atlanta looks all out of sorts. Yeah. They they, they look like they're they're missing their leader and best player on the court. So you are the you are the Bucks and you are shooting fifty three percent from the floor, yet twenty three percent from three. It seems like maybe you would say, "Hey guys, <laughs> maybe we need to quit shooting so many threes. We have taken twenty one of them. We've only made five of them, but that apparently is not going to be the strategy here as they continue to bomb away and continue to miss. Yeah, they are. Tw- they were twenty five for thirty five on twos in the first half. Yeah, seventy one percent is pretty good. I just want to point out this team could win an NBA championship. Sort of throw it out there. I know they don't have Giannis, but this is just kind of the way they play. They're just not buttoned down. They will leave. Hey, if there's a if there's some light in the door that you need left uh, left for you to crawl through, the Bucks will do it for you. And I mean, look, you're getting balanced scoring from this team tonight. Um, I mean, I, I, that's almost the scariest thing when I look at this from you know Hawks better pers- betting perspective. It's uh, the Bucks team. The Bucks team is yeah. Functioning, they're not relying on one guy. Yeah, they're functioning way better without that big star out than what Atlanta is right now. This it's. I mean, there's been a couple times Atlanta has been. They're arguing. The players are arguing with each other. I saw that on the last timeout. There's uh, the over for Portis at the at the seven minute mark of the third quarter. That's got to feel great when you're home already on the on the point prop for that. Hawks had gotten it to six. It's now fourteen in favor of the Bucks. Seventy-five, sixty-one. So they've we got- found out Portis was starting too late for us to get in on any 
point yeah. any point prop for him, you know? Like that was just that I came really through like just him. a couple of minutes before they got going. All right, well, let's update the baseball scores before we leave here, Kelly. Yeah, we got, uh, well, Dodgers Nationals, nothing's changed, 6-2. Uh, still in that rain delay. Yeah, that, I don't think that one's going to get, uh, yeah, I don't think that one's going to get back. Probably going. not getting uh, getting home, huh? Um, Brewers up on the Pirates, 4-1, top of the eighth. The Astros lead the Indians, 7-2, bottom of the eighth. The Reds up on the Padres, 3-1, top of the sixth. Live numbers on that game, Reds minus 550, Padres plus 407 and a half. Your live total. The Braves still leading the Mets three to two, bottom of the eighth inning. The Cardinals and Rockies just getting started. That is zero zero, bottom of the first. The Giants already with one run, uh, one nothing, top of the second against the Diamondbacks. There you go. Live numbers there. Giants minus two thirty. Diamondbacks plus plus one eighty five, and a live total of eight and a half. You got a home run from Yastrzemski there in the first inning. Telling you, man. Those the, I said it last year too. People like to to say the Giants lineup is terrible. Even those young bats, Yastrzemski, Dickerson, Solano. That's actually a really good. And now, what I didn't anticipate, what no one anticipated about the Giants, was the home run surge of Posey and Crawford specifically. But those young bats at the top, man, and not so young, but but some young mm-hmm. Yastrzemski, man, who is the grandson of the great Carl Yastrzemski. Uh, has just been nothing but awesome for that franchise. Uh, in uh, in uh, the Giants, we trust in their in their front office. We trust, and so far, again, best record in baseball. We'll see what they do at the trade deadline up one to nothing early against the D-backs. Uh, Bucks by fourteen. Got a little hairy for them uh, a little while ago when they were only up six. Back to fourteen. Good luck the Go rest Bucks. of the way. Go Bucks. From all of us at Veasan's Primetime Action, Tim Murray. Uh, we send it over to him at Circa. The nightcap is next. Good luck from all of us at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.